0: Podcast is part of the sports social podcast network. Stews Wrestling Podcast, that's not just the coolest. Stew's Wrestling Podcast,
1: that's not just the best. Stew's Wrestling Podcast. Well, that my friends is just
0: incredible.
1: You're listening to Stew's Wrestling Podcast. It's time
0: for British Wrestling Sharpshooter, your host. Stu Palmer! Well, after a few weeks off, Stu's Wrestling Podcast is back for episode 98, and it's one of the best up-and-coming talents on the UK circuit, Brian Adenson. Brian is getting booked far and wide. It's not just in the UK. He is off to pro wrestling all-stars in Belgium next weekend, no less. And this one was delayed because of COVID, so he's been waiting a long, long time for that. So you get a lot of information about that. And um, also his background in Shotokan Karate, playing rugby before wrestling. So he's got a good background in sports before going into the world of wrestling also talks about a recent seminar that he went to with world-renowned wrestler, the Octopus, Jonathan Gresham. He talks about minute details and things he'd never thought about in wrestling before. Psychology, moves, stuff that Jonathan Gresham spoke about that, you know enlightened him, so you'll get to hear about that, and it's been a pleasure calling Brian's matches for Superstar Pro in Liverpool, I'm looking forward to the next show on December 11th, Superstarcade, where I'll get to see Brian again, so it'll be good to catch up in person, and uh, I'm a big fan, I'm a big fan of Brian, I've got a lot of respect for him, and uh, this is episode 98 with Brian Aidenson on Stu's Wrestling Podcast, enjoy. My guest today from the northwest of England. He's been wrestling now for three years. I know due to COVID, there was a you know twelve month period just over where you weren't wrestling, but my guest today is a black belt in Shotokan karate. It is Mr. Brian Aidenson, How are oh, we, mate? How are you, all, right? all right, I'm gonna say now, because obviously I've been on the shows commentating for Superstar. So, how have the Superstar Pro Wrestling shows been in Liverpool for you?
1: Oh, literally every show's been a banger. Um, if you if you've not been to a show at Superstar yet, um, I implore you to do so as quickly as you can. Um, there's a, there's a wide range of talent um, from the northwest scene um, coming through. <clears throat> we recently had um, R. P. Davis as well on the show, yeah. another big name, and the Cumbrian outlaw as well. He was on. Um, there's there's been loads. Um, yeah if you can get down there's a wide range of talent there's plenty of different wrestling for you to see there's me who likes kicking people especially Isaac North in the head <laughs> uh, you've got Barry Peewe who is Buddy is an enigma in and of himself Uh you've got like the likes of Harley Hudson Aurora Tevez who are just putting on absolute clinics at the minute um, yeah get yourself down there the last show
0: particularly I thought was fantastic they've all been great They've all been great, but I think uh, the show we've just done a few weeks back, mate, was absolutely fantastic. It was an honour to call your match with Isaac again. You ring with Isaac, with not yeah. you? Uh, it was a bit of a nasty, nasty one to the ring post and your head with the boot. How how's the how's the head after that, Brian?
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> that one brain cell I've got is uh, is gladly <laughs> still intact. So yeah, um, yeah. Me and Isaac, we 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 go at each other. We've we have done for quite some time now, and. Uh, it, it's an itch I need to scratch, to be honest. Because every time I've, I've, I've faced him, I've, I've come up short. By whether he's cheated, whether he's whether he's just outright wrestled me, and it's getting to a point now where it's I, I'm not I'm not getting angry about it, but I'm not best pleased by it either. So I need to I need to really rethink and realign my focus as to what I need to do to actually topple this monster once and for all. It's not like I haven't done it before. It's just every time I get to superstar for some reason, can't do it.
0: I'm I'm going with third time lucky when we call when we call the third match within superstar within the realms of superstar because it was a close. You were close. You were very close. I really thought you, you were going to get him. You know, I, I really
1: thought you. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's all about good being close, but no one remembers second best, and it it sticks in my head massively. It's, like, it's not like I haven't done it before, though. I've beat him at TNT, so I know I can do it. But then, minute I walk out into the superstar, it, it, yeah, something happens. I don't know what it is in the water, but something just changes. And again, yeah, like you said, we have come up close, but the it, it, close isn't good enough at the minute. You've got you've got
0: levels and standards. I can feel that as you're telling me. Oh so, yeah, I, yeah, I think I think you've got the beating of him. I think you got the beating of him next time. He's thrown he's thrown his best at you. He's thrown his best at you so far, hasn't he? So I think yeah, you're coming. You're coming through in the next one, Brian. I'm calling it now, and I'll I'll say it to Isaac. I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm doing the big I am now. I'm, uh, when I'm uh, when he's in front of me, it might be a different thing. Yeah, I'll stand behind you then next time. <laughs> <laughs> now, Brian. <laughs> I know you're obviously versed in karate, so yeah, the origins of that, and before we get into wrestling and how you've gone into training in the more recent years, yeah, getting into doing karate, because uh, yeah, it's, I'd like to hear about that, that side away from wrestling, if
1: you will. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Um, well, it, they both uh, they both really link together, to be honest, so before I did anything, I played rugby. Um, my family's massive into rugby league, but obviously being from a working class town, that was the sport. And you just do as everybody else does. Um, so one Saturday morning, I was at my granddad's, and just before rugby training, uh, WCW was on the telly, and it was Jushin Thunder Liger versus Rey Mysterio, if I remember correctly. And I was like, because I was massive into Power Rangers at that point as well. And I was like, oh my God, these are like real-life Power Rangers. So I was like, I need to figure out how I can do this. Like, obviously, they're a lot older than me, so I need to figure out how I can be like them. So I think it was like an advert in the paper or something like that for like self-defense classes and all this stuff. So I went down and the first one was judo. Um, I didn't like it because I didn't like being flung about. So it was like that <laughs> <laughs> that got knocked on the head pretty quick. Um, and then I think it was a couple of weeks later, I went to karate class and I was like, this is kind of what they do. They punch each other in the head. So I was like, if I do this and I do really well, I'll be able to get in the ring and be a wrestler. So obviously, you know, being that young and naive, <laughs> you carry on blindly and uh, yeah, rest of it's history. End up getting me a black belt at a young age and then cracked on from there. Awesome, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I, what a time for WCW. It's, it's those sort of times in that era I'd love to go back to. You know, you know when you're wow. a kid and you're uh, impressionable and uh,
1: just, it was incredible. It was. What a time. What a time. I, I mean, I still go back and study loads of that stuff now. Like, one of my all-time favourites is Dean Malenko. Um, yeah, I, I think if you can't learn from him, then you either have completed wrestling or you, you're just not into technical wrestling. It's, it's like, you can learn so much from that fella. It's unreal. And then, obviously, you've got likes of like Chris Jericho rave stereo i mean I, I, obviously you can probably tell i was always a big geek for the cruiserweights and the tech guys mm-hmm. and all that stuff i was never interested in like hulk hogan was awesome yeah it was all good but yeah. um, like sting and all that sort of stuff but if you put the cruiserweights on i'd be like right the rest of the show is boring i want to watch this
0: i'd say you underrated i know they're on tv every week and they were known uh, the likes of blitzkriegs and uh super Calo as well you know we talk about the names don't we they they were I, I remember watching uh, I think it was Blitzkrieg and Juventude, but it'd be like ninety nine that was a brilliant match absolutely fantastic
1: yeah. I, I vaguely remember they'd done um I think it was it CMLL or AAA they'd done like a six man tag with uh, there was three Japanese guys from the do- from the New Japan Dojo versus three Luchadors and oh my god it was mental. And it was it was only like a free like it was only like a ten minute match. And it was just like a normal, like everyday run-of-the-mill nitro episode. And I was like, This is an absolute banger. Like what <laughs> what are you doing? Put this on a pay-per-view, like what are you do? Uh, it's was crazy, man, it, what they would
0: do in, in terms of you know, when they were on I remember when they were on their uh, TNT and all that back in the day, you know, the match the match yeah. cut, the match, match calibre you got on a nitro, even even Thunder. I know Thunder was the B show. But, you know, when you look back and see what they were putting on, and like you said, sometimes you're like, why aren't you saving it for, uh, for pay-per-view?
1: Yeah, it was nuts. Like, I think we were kind of spoiled. Yeah. Like like we are now with, with, like, AEW and New Japan and Ring of Honor and all these other, like, amazing promotions coming up with all these, like, really cool, like, weekly shows, pay-per-views and all that stuff. But back then when you had, like, WCW, and you had some of the attitude here and stuff. It was like they are actually going for it, are you? and that's you know, as a, as a fan of wrestling, that's what for me anyway. That's what you want to see. When did you
0: start your wrestling training? Then I'm going to come back to you now. We'll come back to like influences and stuff like that later on. But yeah, your your start obviously getting into pro wrestling training. How did that How did that begin for you? And was that the genesis of that?
1: I um, I started quite late on, to be honest. So as as, you, as I've already mentioned, I've done the martial arts and things prior to that. Um, I was out with my mates watching Ring of Honor, uh, War of the Worlds, and a bit blurry And I was like, I really want to do this. I want, I really want to try it. Pardon me. So my mates were like, okay, sounds. Shut up. Just enjoy the show. But all right. So, kept kind on of watching the show. a Few more drinks. We all went home. Amazing show uh then i decided to get my laptop out and was like right i'm gonna find myself a training school so found one when i was a bit drunk signed up obviously woke up the next morning with a hangover like oh what have i done so anyway went um went there i think it was about 27 turning 28 so give me age away a little bit um and then just got the bug from it from there. the minute i started i loved it and just carried on ever since but yeah i i got into it relatively late so there's one thing I can say to anyone take out of it is that it doesn't matter when you start, just just get going.
0: Look at DDP. I know he was in and around the business, you know, managing and stuff like that. But yeah, he was late to the game. If you ever want to, well, yeah. you know, put a guy of, of an age and who was well into his thirties, late thirties, going into the power plant. As you say, that's good. That's good coming from you. You know, you know, you know the score of it all. So it's nice to hear that. You know, don't don't uh, don't think, you know, I'm in my late thirties. I can't do it.
1: Yeah. I mean I think it's I think it's um I think it's a good thing as well, logs obviously you're a bit more mature and, you know, you are gonna make obviously you're gonna make mistakes in life irrespective of what happens. Doesn't matter what age you are, you're always gonna make a mistake. Um, but yeah, I think you come into things with a little bit more of a wiser head. Not knocking any of the youngsters that are out there that are absolutely killing it at the minute because to to even get into this business and have a go of it anyway, you've you've hurt my respect, irrespective of how old you are or what gender, race, whatever. It, it, it's hard, it really is a hard business, but, um now that you're in it, amazing, just keep going at it, but yeah, I'd say if you, if, you, if you're a little bit older, crack on, just have a go.
0: Brian Aidenson's tips there, that's, I like that, I like that little, little little, <laughs> se- little, little segment that mate, that's good that, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah, I think, from that, when was when was the first match? I love asking this because timeframes have differed through the 96 episodes I've done previous to this. There's been yeah. so many, so many different answers. Uh, you know, there's a range of answers in terms of time frame on the first match from training. So, yeah, I'd love to hear about that from you and how it was for you. I think I was
1: about four months after I first started training. Um yeah, at the training school I was at. Uh, it sounds bad now, but like, I, had to, I had to go to Sports Direct and get myself a pair of trunks, you know, the swimming trunks. <laughs> <laughs> and I got myself a little badge off eBay to try and like, make... Because I didn't know where you could get gear from or anything like that. So I had uh-huh. the old... Uh, I had to buy knee pads off Amazon. I had the uh, old-school kickboxing shin guards. So I wore them. Uh, and then these black Speedo trunks. <laughs> <laughs> i was like just gonna have to style this out and see what happens um yeah i was about, about four months in um obviously done other martial arts and stuff that had contributed to training as well yeah so i think that definitely helped but um it, it was it was it was uh yeah it was frightening <laughs> i remember walking out and um i had before i finished this sleeve i had this uh this red armband that go all the way to the top because Obviously, it wasn't finished, and and obviously love me tattoos, so I was like, right, I need to cover this because it's not finished. Walked out, so I've got black gear on and this red, like, sleeve, and this kid on the front row stuck his arm out for a high-five, high-fived him, and just as I'm about to get in here and going, oh, he looks like a fat-thin baller. And I was like, oh. the <laughs> <laughs> we'll wind out with my sails straight off.
0: Did, how, did you did you think right? Can i get on with this
1: after hearing that. What was what was your psyche? What was your thoughts when you heard that? <laughs> to be fair, I think it's because I'd heard at the time as well. Uh, I think I just popped a little bit and went right now back to being nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> if he was a bit older, I'd have probably decked him. But <laughs> uh, yeah, gotta be yeah,
0: you gotta be careful. i yeah, I can I can well imagine uh, <laughs> keep. Keep yourself in check in those moments. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, how, how long was the match, Brian? It was it was it relatively long for a first match. You know, you know, in terms of duration, was it? Uh, but about ten minutes. So yeah,
1: curtain to curtain about ten minutes. So it was long enough, but it wasn't too long. where you're gonna, you are know, gonna? you're not. They're not throwing you into the lines. Then giving you forty minutes with like eight million and one dive spots to remember and all this stuff, but. I think it's because obviously it's your first match, you're obviously nervous and things like that. So it was long enough for me to remember. Yeah, just got out there and did my best. I look back at it now and it's like, I I could tell I enjoyed it, but I, I can see the progression as well at the same time. You've been
0: booked far and wide now across the northwest, and I'm going to speak about it later. But you have got a booking in Belgium in November. I'm going to just stay a bit more local to the locality of you and where you've been booked. So yeah, just uh, tell the listeners and the viewers like where where you have been wrestling, you know, in the in the three years. I know we've had the year or so out with COVID, but yeah, over, yeah. over the last over the last three years, mate, you know where you, where you've been, who you've come up against, and yeah, the challenges that you know you've had. Um. Uh, Wow, <laughs> um, too many so, to mention.
1: <laughs> I, 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 that, it sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, Wrestle Island, uh, I love Wrestle Island. I've gutted, I've not been for the past couple of shows, but yeah, Wrestle Island's one of my favorites. Um, they're absolutely nuts. That crowd is just insane. Um, Britannia, uh, TNT, uh, that, that was massive for me, TNT. Um, to be fair, every show that I mentioned, they're all huge bookings for me. Mm-hmm. It's it's Absolutely. like an appreciation of of your hard work. So that's how I look at it. But yeah, so I've had Wrestle Island, Britannia, um, TNT Wrestling Fall Down in Birmingham. Um, I'm trying to think if I've forgotten any. Then I apologise. But you know, I want more. Bring them. Bring more in. <laughs> Who have you? Who have you taken on? Uh, you know some,
0: some matches that you know come come to mind uh, across those promotions you know off the
1: top of your head uh, playboy Prince Lance Rivera um, he's one like Lance yeah um, <laughs> um <laughs> yeah um, uh, oh actually saying that I can't really be too harsh on him a team with him on the weekend so we're mates now <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrestling biz isn't it uh, ugh, one minute I mean, yeah. but yeah the thing is, though, he's a good-looking lad, and he's got a load of hair. So you know what I mean. There's there's, there's two I'm, things I don't like about him. I'm,
0: I'm like I'm like yourself, mate. I'm balding, so yeah, I'm uh, envious of Lance's hair and and his looks and his looks. Yeah,
1: absolutely beautiful-looking fella, and he beautiful-looking
0: fella.
1: <laughs> <Arsehole>. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, Isaac, as we've mentioned, we've yeah. gone to war a few times. Um, wrestled Connor recently, Connor Klein. Brilliant! That dude what? is. You're all you're all fa-
0: you're all fantastic at what you do. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I would never say uh, this one, that one. Uh, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate what you guys are able to do. So yeah, sorry
1: I cut in. No, 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 not at all. Um, yeah, I mean, it, that's massive. That thank you. Um, I know everyone I've worked with works the tail off just to yeah just to improve even by one percent it's still an improvement and how hard they put that work in for that one percent is a lot and that's what I think a lot of people don't see is the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes uh, and it's nice it's nice that people get the recognition they deserve as well something like you know on that card I'm just going going back into
0: superstar what I 've seen doing comms just and as you've alluded to. The styles and you know match to match and what you get it's incredible. It's incredible. It's testament to, to you all and uh, you know and even going into like the vibe pre show. I know it's busy prior, but there's a good vibe, isn't there? Amongst everyone, yeah. you know, there's no egos, is what I'm getting at. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I you, think you won't you won't last,
1: will you? I think an ego would be shot down. To be honest, yeah, uh, definitely. In yeah, Span yeah, cause it, It's it's just yeah. not how anyone operates there. So no. Yeah, there's, there's not, Every obviously there's people who know more um, more people than others and things like that, but everyone's really welcoming the minute you get in, so it's like, it's, it's one of the nicest places to wrestle, it's so easy, everyone's really supportive, you ask people for feedback, they're honest with you, yeah, it's awesome.
0: We're bouncing across here, it's my fault because I keep segueing. But yeah, some more some more opponents that spring to mind, you know, in, in other promotions you've been at. <sighs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: there, there, is a, there is a lot, to be honest. Um, <laughs> to be fair, though, uh, there's a lot that I haven't wrestled that I'd really like to. Um, uh, whether they get the opportunity or not, I'm not sure. But I I really would like to to wrestle a hell of a lot more people in a hell of a lot more promotions as well. So if anyone's mm. listening, my DMs are open. Uh,
0: <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna give us a taste of who those people are.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, Dan Evans is one. Dan Evans would be awesome. Um, Dan a Maloney. Nasty man. Dan oh, is a nasty a, man.
0: Chip he, on his shoulder. He's a nasty
1: piece of work, isn't
0: he? <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You're gonna have to showcase your skills against them. I think. Show
1: him how how it is. That would be be one of the matches I'd love to have. Uh, Class, absolutely class. uh, He is fantastic. Really
0: Joking joking aside, he is fantastic as well.
1: Scott Olbermann, Son of there'd be another two. Um, Yeah, Cam, that would be awesome for TNT. Uh, All wrestler, whichever. I'm not really bothered what promotion it is, to be honest. But me against one of them, they're like, uh, especially with TNT, they're the kind of people I'm looking up to now. and wait, like, they're they're operating on another level. So how do I get to that level now? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've got my foot in the door now. I want to keep myself there, but then I'm looking at them like they're they're the benchmark. So I need mm-hmm. to I need to get. And I, I know that obviously they've been doing it long a lot longer than I have. But I'm looking at little things that they're doing, and I'm like, right, okay, how can I take my game to that, to that level that they're operating at? They're just insane at the minute that main event that they had um, at tnt ignition last show <sighs> that absolutely blew the roof off the place there's some stuff i'd never seen before and they're just uh-huh. whipping it out i was like uh,
0: yeah
1: yeah there's a there's a there's a it's like you know like Malenko, the thousand and one holds i've like a thousand and one opponents that uh-huh. <laughs> wrestle, to be honest is that many
0: absolutely no, it's good. To, good to hear your aspirations. You know, getting up, getting up the ladder, mate. It's it's always good. You know, you're endeavouring, aren't you, to to you know raise your game in there. That's nice to hear. Uh, a, pl- a plethora, a plethora of guys, as you just mentioned too. and within the confines of the northwest area as well. You know, I know you. Exactly. I know you. I know you'll be looking to go further afield. Um, but yeah, it, it's testament again to, to the to the scene, and and even like pre-COVID. How how big it was, you know, prior to to where we are now.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's it's one of them things. It's like obviously you want to branch out and things like that, but I mean, the northwest at the minute is just a hotbed for talent. So, at first, for me, first and foremost is the northwest. That that's the be all and end all for me, and then everything after that is is what's going to come for me. I, I hope anyway, in time. But the northwest at the minute is just. Absolutely mental for talent.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I'd like to say about your attire. I like the fact you incorporate the gi as you come into the ring. Now, how yeah. long? When did you? When were the origins of that? You know, when did you incorporate the gi? Which I, it's it's fantastic. I, I love it. It's brilliant.
1: Thank you. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I I was I was struggling a little bit with my character a few years ago. Sorry, I just got something in my eye ow <laughs> um, yeah I I was struggling with my character a little bit and I was um in and ahhing about what to do and where I can where I can take it to the next level and things like that and I was talking to um I call him my wrestling dad Paul Williams or Mr Williams as he uh as he used to go by um just speaking to him about little things like little intricacies and details that I could put in because I wanted to try and add some of the martial arts background that I have um into the wrestling I was doing, but make it more pro wrestling than than just martial arts dude do, does the wrestles, because it's like, it, it, it's copied and pasted a lot, and I wanted to try and differentiate it a little bit. And he just went, well, you could do this. He said, add your game, your black belt. But you can also, so it's got a couple of dimensions, so you could have it as like, right, you are a serious martial artist and things like that, you could play it as a comedy gimmick where you come out do the Karate Kid stuff, which I'm sort of leaning into a little bit now. Would be theme music, a little absolutely. Bit. Uh, Barry, <laughs> Barry had it on the first show. <laughs> uh, he's nicking my stuff. I uh, mind. I, I I'd had me, I had me, uh, me music set and ready, and Barry walked out to it, it was like, "I, fuming.
0: I, I was on cons." I think it was the, it was the second show. It would have been, and you obviously had it. He had it on the first show. I'm looking at Angus. Barry Barry, uh, Barry, Piewet's not on uh, you know has it been changed then you come out
1: the curtain so I'm like oh uh, I, need, I need to tell the truth actually I need to tell the truth Barry actually gave me his blessing to use it. He, went, it he said it looks better on you than it does me now I've never seen anyone look better in music but that's Barry's words not mine so um, yeah thanks Barry there you go <laughs> I, I got stumbled. It's like, it's Brian coming out here. I'm like, I'm, I've got my headset
0: on. I'm like, right, <laughs> got, got to readjust. Angus is looking at me. As I say, you thought that was going to be Barry Bewer, but yeah, one of them. One of them. But yeah, no, uh, love it when you come out to that as well. Thank you. What a, what a film. What a film. That, that was with all the films. And then Cobra Make Kai. What about oh, Cobra? Yeah. What about you're, you're liking Cobra Kai? I'm going off, oh, on, yeah. on the, going off direction it's... here.
1: No, no, not a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, it's nuts. It's uh, I like how it's incorporated the films as well. It's not just it is sort of its own thing, obviously. But yeah, it's, yeah. It's tied it all in together flash, nicely.
0: So when they when they use the flashbacks
1: of the film footage, brilliant, love it. It already makes sense of it all as well. Like, yeah, just, it, yeah. So was it's just one little bit of a scene, and it makes so much more sense later on. Like the writing in it is next level. It's mad, mad
0: seeing them all back in it as well. Uh, you know the the original guys, and then obviously uh, I'm trying to think of his name, the guy with the long arms coming back into the the next season. Obviously they teased it, and it's gone. Sensei, I, I can't. What We know, we know he was a bad, he was a bad bastard in the films, only. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you know what I don't like about that, Brian? I'll, I'll just be brutally honest. I end up binge watching the whole season in two days. I'd rather. They just do one episode per week. You know when they put these shows on? You end yeah. Up, you end up watching all in two days. It's gone. And then you're waiting for the next season. So we're waiting until December now. <laughs> me and me missus
1: done that with, um, oh, what was it now? There was a series that got put on YouTube, uh, on uh, Netflix, sorry. And we just absolutely smashed it in a day. And we're like, I can't believe we, uh, Squid Game? Squid Game oh, it uh, was.
0: Uh,
1: and we just smashed it in a day. And I was like, no, this is, this is not normal, this. They <laughs> should they should do it weekly.
0: Uh, put uh, put each episode on weekly. I don't. I know if people binge watch. That's just how it is, the nature of it. But uh, yeah, it ruins it then because you're waiting for another twelve months or so for the next uh,
1: series or something. See, relates to wrestling as well. This people want the instant gratification. They don't want to wait.
0: But I, I like how you've got us back onto wrestling. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so if you'd like, if you'd like to divulge about that, like to give us a bit
1: more. Oh yeah, I mean, there's. I'll I'll go with TNT, um, I think that's the best example for it, so me and Simon Miller are, are a tag team at TNT, um, which is wild in and of itself, um, and the only reason we got, uh, well the only reason I can think we we could we got about that is because we're both bald and we both made a point <laughs> of that we're bald, and we, we got like a, a really good pop for it when we, yeah. when we first met in the Rumble. Um, helped eliminate a few guys from Synergy and Shreddy, pardon me, and the rest is uh, the rest is then history. Um, but that's worked out better for us, and it's we're, we're we're not we haven't got the results that we wanted. Let's put it that way. But there's that much crowd investment behind it that we know there's going to be the payoff in the future. So yeah, the instant gratification isn't there yet, but mm. people are still interested. So that's good.
0: It's mad how that's come about and then like you say you know it, it works you've gelled It's
1: it, mad how things work sometimes is not it it was li- like literally it was mental because I didn't expect to get any further bookings after that. I thought right this if this is a one and done I'm going to go out there and just do me be- my me absolute best leave it all on the line no regrets and then I'll go home and I'll be happy about it um, so yeah when I had the the VIP match with Isaac I've got some bad marks from that match that I'll, uh, I'll show you later. Um, yeah, we went to war on that match. Um, so, yeah, that, that, we had that match. Then we were in the Rumble together. Um, and then, obviously, me and Simon had the interaction. And, yeah, from there, we, I, I ended up getting like a, a, a good few bookings from TNT. Now, and I'm like, I, I could not be happier about it. Amazing. So, yeah. Thanks, Simon.
0: Mate, <laughs> mate amazing. I'll tell you what. Uh, it goes about the same with what culture and what he does outside of the ring just there's nobody he's amazing he's amazing his delivery oh, it really the, is you know to be able to do that content and the amount of content he does and keep it fresh now I look up to I look, I look up to the guys in the journalism aspect of the business you know but uh, yeah yeah uh, and, and he's doing fantastic in the ring from what you guys have, have told me and you know I've heard off people
1: oh yeah I mean he's, he's a talented, uh, talented little individual isn't he um, he can edit videos and all this stuff, and then he can he can go out and wrestle and mm. cut promos like the best of him. And yeah, I, I, to, to think as well though, he's just one of the nicest people to meet as well. He really is a lovely fella behind all the uh, behind all this like like hype that he's got, and yeah. he's like wild and he's got so much energy about him. And then you meet him, and he's like really chilled and relaxed, mm. and he's really grounded. welcoming fellas. So, yeah, it's lovely to see
0: grounded. Yeah, just yeah no ego, mate. No ego.
1: Exactly. Don't need one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be good now to talk about your booking in Belgium in November. Now you said this had been rescheduled. This had been in place for quite a while. Admit again, the pesky COVID and the situation. But how did that come to be? I'm like, you're like a booking from Belgium. I could just think it must be amazing.
1: Yeah. Um. I remember getting the um. Remember getting the message at the uh like the inbox about it before covid um what had happened was we was at a uh, prior training school uh, and steve and cindy from pwa hello if you're watching um, <laughs> had to come over from belgium to the uk to, to see if you was trained um watched us in training and stuff like we put on a few training matches and really liked myself and a few other lads um wanted us to go over and, and just had a chat with us about it so i was like the they basically, they said they enjoyed my work and they enjoyed like a few other people's work as well. So it was made up, didn't really think anything of it and just thought, well, they know who I am now at least. So if anything does come up, then I, you know that's a potential avenue. Uh, a few weeks later, I got the message, listen, we'll pay for your flights. We'll put you up with accommodation and all that stuff. Um, do you want to wrestle in Belgium? I was like, yeah, absolutely you do. So we organised that. That was meant to be, I think it was, the march when covid had happened so it, it, like it would basically we'd, we'd booked it flights got cancelled got rescheduled for november they got cancelled as well and then we had like another year of not being able to do anything so it's been in the pipeline for absolutely ages um but now i can finally announce that i'm definitely going out there now um yeah, me and Scotty Valentine are going to go to absolute war for this uh, Daredevil Championship. Who else <laughs> is on?
0: Who else is on the card? Have
1: you? I know this. Me, Mister Williams, and the Playboy, Plin, uh, Playboy Prince. Sorry, Lance Rivera uh, from from these shows. There's a load, a load, a load of talented people in Belgium that are going to be on that card. One of them, mainly Scotty Valentine. Brilliant.
0: Brilliant. I'm going to quote Mike Angus here. There's a gang. Come on, gang. There's a gang. You're going to Belgium. <laughs> it's not as if like I, I thought you'd be travelling on your own. I, I thought you'd be going over. So no, that, that's 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 cool. That there's you know a few be going over. I'll be I'll be amazing. Oh, yeah.
1: Brilliant. I mean, Mr. Williams has featured over there for a few times. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think he's going over there. Um, I'm not entirely sure into what capacity he's going over, but he's going to be there. And Lance is going to be wrestling, so it's nice to have a couple of familiar faces with you while you're on your travels. Are you there? Are you there for a few days? I'm just thinking, like, you know, you'd be able to do a bit of
0: sightseeing and stuff like that prior to getting yeah. in the ring.
1: Yeah, we're going on the Friday. Uh, we're going to wrestle on the Saturday, and then we're back home on the Sunday. Nice. So, nice, nice little weekend.
0: Have a, have a few pints of Jupiter, Stay lad. Stay away from the Stella. Oh, not at all.
1: Have a couple of cheeky delirium as well while I'm there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) that'll be good. I look forward to seeing uh, once you come back from that as well and seeing seeing how it went, man. But yeah, that's awesome. That's mad, isn't it? I bet I bet it's mad to you, you know, thinking that you're going
1: going there. I never thought it'd happen. Never thought I'd be on TNT or any of these shows. So to just be on, to be doing what I'm doing now, and then to get an international booking as well. Like, my head fell off big time, but in, in the best way possible. Yeah, so absolutely.
0: There, that's awesome, man. No, that's cool. That's cool. Right, I'm going to ask you some other bits and bobs now. Dream matches, if you could face anybody in any, you know, I'm not just saying AW, WWE, I'm talking independent level, some of the other promotions worldwide. Who would Brian Aidenson like to get in there with? Who would be a
1: test for Brian Aidenson in the squared circle? I mean, if you're going to test yourself, you've got to go ranked the best, haven't you? Absolutely. So, first one to be the king, Minoru Suzuki. Put me in there with him. I, I, I know for a fact they'll get my ass handed to me, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I, I absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely love watching him work. He's operating on a whole other level, and he's 51, 52. It's like, how are you that good? <laughs> It's mental. But then, obviously, there's, like, Jonathan Gresham. who went to a seminar of his a few weeks ago, and he's, like, study things in microscopic detail. that he, I didn't even think about some of the stuff he's coming up with, and it's, like, it's mental, so he'd be another one. And Colt Cabana, I'd love a match with Colt Cabana. I think that would be awesome. See, I, I'm, a, I'm big into me comedy wrestling, so, like, obviously, Colt Cabana would be one. Toreyano would be another. Fredo. But then... Oh, yeah, me and Grey, though. I think we, we yeah, we caught some really bad stuff. But yeah, I, I, I like all forms of wrestling, to be fair, so anyone really, but they'd be like a few me ideal ones in like my absolute dream capacity. Oh, Katsyori Shibata, that'd be another one. Brian, what about a venue? What venue would you like to do it
0: in? You know, you've talked about dream matches there. Yeah? What venue would you like to go? I, I've got an inkling on this one, but I'll see what you say go on give me your inkling I think you might I think you might come out with like Tokyo Dome or something but then I'm thinking you might look more like domestically and it'd be like a a Wembley Stadium or something like that but yeah that's what I'm thinking
1: there's two well there's three actually so there's Tokyo Dome you're right Um, Karako and Sumo Hall would be another one and my beloved Witness Vikings home ground right okay Getting, yeah, the league, getting the
0: rugby league, yeah. getting the rugby league in there, yeah, absolutely. Could yeah. be done. Absolutely, Kraken All's fantastic. You know, shows it I've seen over the amazing. Yeah. yeah, when you go from the the, the size of Tokyo Dome, and then obviously they go in there, don't they? And it's still it, amazing, amazing. Yeah, and that Japanese crowd, how they differ to what we're like. They're so observant, aren't they? You know, where we like, go, we, we go crazy. Go on, but they clap, don't they? They're very, they're more observant, aren't they? You know, it's
1: it's it's great to see a different culture and the way they uh, watch wrestling. And I love it though for the fact of like it, it's not that it's not that either audience is right or wrong. It, it's entirely subjective. But you get a lot of like Western audiences who are just they to react to a lot of things, and you can. Like it, it helps him. It helps me as well because I I tend to react off the crowd a lot, um, but then obviously if you've got a really observant crowd, then you've got to rely on the tools that you've got in order to wrestle and compete in the match. So it it plays in both hands really. But I, I really like either way.
0: What are some of your favorite matches? Now, obviously we've spoken about favorite wrestlers earlier on. Uh, yeah, like maybe maybe two or three. That comes to mind. I, I I find it hard myself, mate, because I could I could name hundreds of matches over the last uh, thirty-one years that I've watched wrestling.
1: See, it, it it's nuts because, like, from what company do you want? <laughs> uh, I know, I know, going into <laughs> being specific about it because
0: it's so wide and vast. Like, but yeah, just something. Maybe like the first one that comes to
1: mind. Um, I'll probably say. Kazuchika Okada versus Minoru Suzuki. Um, I can't remember the name of the event, but it was outside and it was raining, and the two of them just went at it in the rain. And I was like, "This, uh, this has got like the feel of a of a film. Like th- this is like the 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 protagonist and the antagonist just knocking lumps out of each other. The rain, in, like, the, rainmaker. the rainmaker, the oh. rainmaker, and it's actually happening, like you uh... know." Yeah, and it's that it that
0: on another level. That match was, you know, so over the socials, wasn't it? I've seen it so many times. It, that, that the clip of that uh, clip of the match. I've seen the full match. Uh,
1: yeah, it's yeah. Just, but it's how good they were in the ring and how smooth Mad- everything was. Madness in in that weather, in those conditions. It was like, wasn't it, in the middle of like tornado season or something that <laughs> like in Japan? So they're getting absolutely battered with rain, and these people are putting on the clinic. It's like, yeah. how the hell do you do that?
0: <laughs> any any others that come to mind? American, maybe American, like an American-based one, maybe an American-based one.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, if I think about Ring of Honor, maybe uh, Brian Danielson versus. <laughs> So Brian Danielson versus Christopher Daniels and Wolkey for the triple threat for the uh, the title. That was bonkers. But any Brian Danielson match to refer.
0: Well about um trying to think, maybe maybe a domestic. We'll go domestic for the last one. Domestic. Yeah, any
1: Ooh. you know, any promotion. Any promotion. Yeah. um uh, Gonna to have to say Solid and Scott Oberman, Cameron Solis for the Ignition Championship. Mm. That match is one of the best matches I've had the pleasure of watching. It was yeah. My head fell off watching it. It was like this yeah. is this is nuts. This is absolutely ridiculous. Were you out in the crowd for that? Or were you no no I uh, oh, like right, okay. We were on I think we might have been on second to last or third to, third from last. Um so we were just having a bit of a debrief and then going through the match, made sure everyone else is okay. Um, and then ran to, there's like a little screen at the back. So I just went, I'm going to have to shoot because Son is one of, my, one of my coaches. So I just bombed it down, uh, got right in front of the telly and was like, right, I'm watching this. And just, yeah, I, I don't think I blinked for 20 minutes. <laughs>
0: That's nice. Mental. That's quite the tapestry of matches there. So we, cause we've gone around, we've gone around the world for Brian Aidenson's, you know, off the top of his head, some of his favourite matches. I'll say some of. That's oh, what we'll... Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, I'll, I'll, do you know what? Like, I'll probably get off this, and then I'll remember like nine more. Like, oh, you're I not say that.
0: You're <laughs> not the only person. You're not the only person. I've had messages after. I could have said this one, that one. It's like when people say about a Mount Rushmore. I. I, I was speaking to Tyson Kidd, CJ Wilson, when I had him on last year and we were both, uh, we could name 50, we could name 50 wrestlers on a, on a uh, Mount Rushmore. Uh, it's just, it's just so hard, isn't it? Because we've seen so Aww. much. We've seen I think so we many want it to be styles. that
1: good as well, though. Yeah, you want, yeah. You want your Mount Rushmore to be that good. It's my, like- my, <laughs> I can give
0: you, I can give you my favourite, Bret Hart, all or long. I can, yeah. I can, he's, he's my pinnacle. So, I mean, can't go really wrong with Bret Hart, can you? To be fair, just just the the, the, uh, the ages, the matches don't date. No, nah, like, they don't.
1: Him
0: and Mr. Perfect, you know, not not only SummerSlam '91, but the uh, the semi final in the King of the Ring as well in '93. What I found so mad, finding out afterwards, like years later, reading Bret's book, Perfect's back was absolutely sozzled, and you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known his back wasn't right. It's just the consummate professional that he was in the ring.
1: Oh uh, yeah, God. I was none the wiser. Yeah, you never are. I don't know why, to be fair, like you get yeah. people who—I mean, even even on the shows that that I'm on, for example, you get people who are just prepared to tough it out, and it's like mm. you to cut from another cloth. Like he's <laughs> a mental, but in the nicest way possible, he's an absolutely banzai. And it's it's you know I I, I love people like that who are. Uh, Prepared to push himself, mm. class.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I think in close, we're going to close out now. Um, some tips for guys that want to go into wrestling and want to start wrestling training. Brian Anderson's uh, tips:
1: get yourself uh, some knee pads and elbow pads.
0: <laughs> Death
1: <laughs> by all. Oh, honestly, <laughs> uh, every time I go training and there's this, there's, uh, there's like this cool indie thing at the minute. With uh, it might not be indie. I don't know. Um, but Um people not wearing knee pads in matches and and on shows and, and in training and things that I'm, i mean i've had a hole in my acl once and but now it's not nice um i've got terrible knees to be fair so i have my knee braces on and my knee pads because i don't like running the risk to be honest um, mm. so whenever i see anyone without knee pads i automatically like I I get all tense and cringe up And I'm like Please look after yourself (laughs) Um, Yeah Get some knee pads um, Stretch And just enjoy it More than anything Doesn't matter if you If you make a load of mistakes I made a load when I first started I still do now You're just learning At the end of the day You're always learning So don't be afraid To make a load of mistakes Because it's going to happen You're not going to be perfect and not should you be. It's the ACL
0: only the injury you've had over the years of I I'm interested about that. It's another area we could, you know, before we go, could look into.
1: No, I've had I've had a lot to be fair. Um not just from wrestling, from other, other stuff that I've done. So I've dislocated both my thumbs, all my fingers, which is why I wear finger tape. Um dislocated my elbow in a match and popped that back in. That wasn't nice. Uh, <laughs> um well, so I've 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 had problems with my back, my neck. Well, um, well. yeah, I I mean yeah. if you're gonna be dumb you've got to be tough. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
0: Definitely but, yeah. tough you're definitely tough list all them. Because I don't know what they are oh. I'd be like.
1: Incredible, no. I, mean, know? I won't cry in front of people, but I'll run the toilet. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Stay away from prying eyes
0: after, after <laughs> But it's yeah, yeah, fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, no. Honestly, great, great insight there as well. But yeah, I know, you know, there's going to be think there's, and there's a lot more schools now as well. I remember uh, the only the only school I think when I was looking 20, 25 years ago was was All Star in Birkenhead. Yeah. You know, in within the local, you know, and it's like 60 miles away from here. But now, yeah. you have got this choice, isn't there? Especially in the UK, across the UK, plenty of places yeah, to go, reputable schools load.
1: as well. What, what I would say, yeah, that, as you've touched up on then, um, definitely look for a reputable school. Um, even if you have to do a little bit of research before you go, I know it's obviously exciting before you do go and you want to you get in there and wrestle like everybody does. Um, but just make sure that you go into a reputable school with reputable trainers and they've got everything, you know, Everything else you should do set in place for yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you do hurt yourself or anything like that does happen, you want to be looked after as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. No good good advice there, mate. Appreciate you speaking about that. So, yes, my guest today is none another a black belt in Shotokan Karate. I'm going to try and pronounce that right. Brian, I'm trying to do you justice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Brian Aidenson. And I, I look forward to seeing you before the end of the year because I think we've got one more show before 2022. So I, yeah, will, I think we have, mate. Yeah. I, I will catch up with you before the end of the year for another instalment of Superstar Pro Wrestling, which I'm very much looking
1: forward to and I'm sure you are. Yeah, absolutely cannot wait, mate. Cannot wait. Um,
0: Before I go, all the best on your travels to Belgium next month as well prior to that.
1: Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you. A
0: big thank you to Powered4 TV for putting the episodes up on the on-demand service. There, big thank you to John Scott and Rich Crowhurst for all the support. Really appreciate it week in, week out. Nothing's ever a problem. Also, we're doing Powered 4 TV Big Fight Weekly, the MMA unboxing show with my cousin Rich and John. And put on these first, it's been fantastic with that. Thank you to Chris Dutton again, as always, for the superb editing. I couldn't do this without him, and fantastic job once again. Thank you to Mike Angus for the intro, as always, to the show. You can find the Stewed Wrestling Podcast merch at WrestleMerchCentral.com. There is loads of stuff, lots of different items that you can get mugs, hats face coverings t-shirts hoodies even the new varsity jacket with embroidered stew's wrestling podcast logo on it big thank you once again to dean and the team for listing my products on there great work great work and we will see you soon for the next episode of stew's wrestling podcast sports social podcast network